Welcome to EY Access with your host, Eric Young. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of EY Access. My name is Eric Young. I'm the President and Creative Director of EY Studios, and I'm joined here by May. May, how's it going? It's going great, Eric. How are you? It's May Morrison of Marketing. Yes. Right? All those M's. Yes. Say that five times really fast. I'm, like, I'm taking the candies, and I'm claiming them as my own. <laughs> that's, M- 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 that's it. I yeah. like that. Um, so, May, I want to talk to you about apparel today. I know a couple things about apparel. Well, I, I bet a lot of people don't know that you are my official buyer, right? So yes. you go, tell, tell them about how you assist me on, on trips and whatnot. Yeah, I have to make sure that Eric picks out shoes that match his belt <laughs> and that make the kind of statement that he needs them to when he enters a room, you know? Yeah. Women especially can tell a lot about a man from his shoes, like sure. the second he walks in the door. So. I'm, I'm thinking about my own shoe line, right? I illustrate something at the bottom, uh, Eric Young original. Do you like this? I love or, that. Yeah? yeah, like get some like cool artistry going. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, we could do like a DIY version of like all white exactly. shoes where people paint them when they get them. Yes. I, I'm down with that. Even Sharpies, that, right? Just this like is how bust you made your out. first million. I like the that. shoes is how you're going to make your I just want to stop the podcast now and go We're draw done. some we shoes. We need to go, we need to go, uh, what is it, copyright that before somebody else gets it? That's right. Yeah. So, May, we're talking about the fall fashion ramp up today. Why are we talking about today? I mean, it's hot outside. It's It's hot hot. in Atlanta. It's hot Atlanta. Why does it make sense to talk about this right now? That's a great question. Everybody is wearing shorts and flip-flops because it is, quite frankly, miserable down Mm -hmm. here in the South. Um, But anybody in the apparel industry knows that fall starts long before Mm -hmm. back to school even starts down here. Once that, like, time of year hits... You know, late July, early August, people are thinking about back to school clothes for the kids. They're already even thinking about the, dare I say it, holidays because that's what the apparel industry is. I don't know if right. you know this, Eric, but in a past life, I ran an apparel store. And that's right. That yeah. was my whole life. Like when it, like the second August 1st hit, I was wearing turtlenecks mm-hmm. and puffer vests because that's what I had to sell. Um, we weren't carrying the summer apparel in the stores because we were, we were well into Q3 mid-July in mm-hmm. our business and that's what we have to deal with with our merchants now is making sure that we're staying ahead of the curve with them and that they know that we're here to help them ramp up for not just the fall but the fall that really just snowballs so right. quickly into the holiday season. So how do you ramp up? How would you advise them as they go into this busy season? I think I know we talk about user-generated content mm-hmm. all the time but that's something that really helps like if people are already wearing these fall clothes that's what's ultimately going to sell them and teach them how to integrate these things like fall clothes don't have to be something that's strictly for fall do write some content around how do you transition between seasons get some transitional Mm -hmm. outfits on your homepage. make sure the homepage is geared towards these very specific things that are happening like back to school like there's so many things that especially if your demographic is a younger crowd, everybody knows you can't wear holy jeans to school. So don't have nothing but distressed denim on your homepage right. if people can't wear that come August 10th. There's mm-hmm. just little things that you can be thinking about to really tweak your strategy. And also know that at this time of year, it's crucial that things be fresh, fresh, fresh all mm-hmm. the time. Like we talk a lot about making sure that things don't get stagnant, but this time of year, it's crucial because mm-hmm. with each three to five degree temperature drop that we experience people are looking for different Mm -hmm. kinds of clothes you know good point sometimes we don't have much of a fall down here in the south Mm -hmm. i feel like most of the time it goes from when it gets cold it's time to shop yeah Yeah. exactly but you have to make sure that you're dressing people in that brief interim that we have because that's Mm -hmm. where people are going to spend the big bucks 
Right, and you talked earlier about the homepage and different areas of the site, but when you think about merchandising mm-hmm. in regards to keeping it fresh, like you were saying, how would you advise us? I think it, this is a crucial time for spelling things out for people mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. Fall, I think, is a great time to really get people in the door because I know we experience a lot of times around the holidays, first-time shoppers. So what's going to ultimately get them to your site so that they're not just a one-time shopper, but that they're a continual customer? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of ways that you can do that. You know, um, Cross-selling, I think, is incredibly important right now. People may not know to go shop for your specific store name or go type that into Google, but if they happen to see one of your outfits on Pinterest and it's already linked to your site, or better yet, it's a shoppable pin and you're making it really mm. easy for them to not even leave Pinterest and buy it, like I guarantee you women everywhere and probably some men are out there on Pinterest planning out their fall outfits as they sweat themselves to death and they're waiting for fall to hit. They're getting excited about those things. And mm. then use that more like use those tools to your advantage and figure out how to like make your site work for you by getting that average order value up simple things like create some shopping guides like what's huge especially in the south in the fall is game days like create some game day shopping guides and have Mm -hmm. it like color categorized like have your black and red category and your blue and orange category and if people can land on these destinations and see not just one piece but a whole outfit that they may not have otherwise bought you just took a $30 sale to a $100 sale. Well mate we talk a lot about getting people through the sales funnel quickly and efficiently do you think that's always the best approach for apparel stores? I'm really glad you said that because I feel like in here at the studio we talk about that all the time do we Mm -hmm. not and I think that's a great strategy for most businesses I think apparel is unique because Mm -hmm. people want to get the same kind of shopping experience when they come to your website as they would if they were walking through your brick and mortar store one of the most important things that someone ever taught me about merchandising was about telling a story and you and I talk about telling a story on pages a lot I think when it comes to an apparel store specifically you have to look at it as though like what would this person get if they walked through my store? How would I interact with them? What kind of advice would I give them? And what kind of story would my store tell? Do you want people to come to your store and think, okay, here's one thing that I need and now I'm gone and I'm through the sales funnel when really you could get a lot more out of them? Mm-hmm. You need your site to do that work that an in-person like sales associate would do for them in the store. Talk to them about how great that top they picked out would look with these jeans that you just got in Mm -hmm. and remind them that you guys have a whole new accessories line. Like tell them about, uh, create an experience for them. Mm -hmm. That's something that's so unique that they know they can't get it elsewhere and that they don't leave your site with that one item thinking I can get the rest of this outfit somewhere else. I think you really have to figure out what your buyer's doing. And yes, I think there's data behind it. You certainly need to see how people are interacting with your site now so that maybe it's great. Maybe people are already coming and buying full ensembles from Mm -hmm. you. But if they aren't, you need to figure out how to flip that on its head and create a very unique shopping experience. Kind of like we talked about with the guides for different events, for different times of year. Holiday gift guides are huge because if a man's coming to the website wanting Mm -hmm. to buy something for his wife, let the site help him in the same way that, again, a sales associate would if you walked in the store saying, hey, I'm picking out a gift for my wife, Gina. Here's what she's like. Here's her favorite colors. Right. She doesn't really wear these kind of things. How would you advise me? Like, spell it out so the website does that 
for you without having to get a customer service person on the phone and waste those man hours. Well, that's a good segue because I wanted to ask you about service. You know, you've, you've talked about how the online experience needs to approximate the in-person experience based on merchandising, product recommendations, et cetera. Correct. So let's go a little bit deeper into the service arena. I know, May, when I um, visit clients, particularly our apparel clients, I like to make a beeline to the customer service staff. And I say, tell me what's going on. What kind of calls are you getting? What are the things that customers are complaining about? What are they asking about? Because the site needs to do that. It needs to help shoulder that burden. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I think the theme for this time of year should be leaving no question unanswered. That's good. Figure out how to like make your website do some of this legwork for you. Because like you said, it's the busiest time of the year and you need to be saving your customer service staff however you can. There should be no obvious holes, if you will, in communication between you you being the website, mm-hmm. and your customer. Like the common questions, especially as we get into Q4, are like, mm-hmm. how much stuff do I have to order to get free shipping? I see that you're running an extra 15% off sale merchandise. What all does that cover? You know, what's the cost of gift wrap? When do mm-hmm. I have to order by for holiday delivery? Like these are all things that your site should right. be armed with so that the phones aren't ringing off the hook. And put it in obvious places. Mm-hmm. Like if you only have your frequently asked questions as a link already on your about <laughs> right. us page and people have to go three levels deep to find it, chances are they're still going to pick up the phone and call. If the phone number is right there in your header and the questions aren't until six pages into the website. May, do you recommend special areas for uh, holiday specific questions like uh, shipping dates, etc., or no? Absolutely. Especially like once October hits and on, I think there are a lot of ways to really get that information like right in front of the customer. I love the idea of if you don't have a sale going on at the time, having a site-wide banner that's like questions about right. holiday shipping. Love it. Spell it out with a really easy chart so that people know, okay, if I'm willing to pay for two-day shipping, I order by this date to get it on Christmas Eve. I order it by this date to get it the week of Christmas. Like, I hate to use this term, but I know you'll agree with me, Eric. Like, make it idiot proof. Yeah. Like, yeah. make sure there's no way that people read it and still don't know what you're trying to say. And I think, like you said, there's so many different places you can put that that's not hidden behind several layers of, of people searching. Now, does Chris shop for you in advance? Does he wait to the last minute? What, what happens in the Morrison household? You know, Chris's, like, gift is gift giving. So oh, really? I always get right? a lot of, like, really deep, thoughtful gifts, but then he's also learned that because... I consider myself a bit of a fashionista that mm-hmm. he also needs to buy a couple things from <laughs> my spelled out it. list. Right, right. Like at least one or two of these <laughs> things she already asked for. Let's do that too. Well, I'm a last minute shopper, I'll, I'll admit. And when I think about Q4, I think about all of the stores and I'm going to see for the first time because Gina has a list mm-hmm. and it's amazing how, you know, our, uh, you know, our significant others always come up with these stores I've never even heard of, right? <laughs> so I'll go and shop for something, some purse or whatever. But that's the that's the first and last time that I will go there. Because, I, I mean, why should I go back? What could they do for an Eric Young to keep me coming back? What are some things, that, some tricks of the trade to keep me coming back? You Make, make it easy for you mm-hmm. and make you leave happy. Mm. I think that's so true of brick and mortar stores. Yeah. And I think it absolutely needs to carry over to websites. Like right. when you, if you were to walk in my store, if I were a brick and mortar store right now, I would want to find out what you're looking for, how I can make it easy. And 
because you're shopping for your wife, how I can get you out of there quickly and satisfied. Mm -hmm. I think the website needs to do something similar in that you want to make your customer get off your website feeling like, man, that was way easier than I thought it was going to be. And you're going to remember that the next holiday or when Gina's birthday rolls around or when it's Valentine's Day. Like, I went to this website. I found something that I knew my wife would love quickly and easily. And it was the shipping process was easy. The checkout process was easy. I didn't feel like... I didn't know how to use their website. Like in the same way, you don't want to get lost in a huge department store. You don't want customers four section pages in not knowing what they're looking at. Well, that's one reason, honestly, and I hate to say this as an e-commerce guy, but it's one reason why when I'm shopping for Gina, I prefer going to the mall because I can talk to somebody in person. I can explain what my needs are. When I go online to these stores I've never shopped at, they just list out a bunch of purses or jewelry or whatever. I don't know. I just need some help. And I'm afraid of buying the wrong thing for Gina. I mean, there's nothing worse than showing or giving a gift to your wife and she hates it. She appreciates the effort, but she didn't like what you got. You got the wrong thing. Yeah, and that's a dilemma that a lot of our store owners can't afford because let's say there's they have no brick and mortar mm-hmm. stores or they have one and it's thousands of miles away. Like they have to figure out how to get that convenience on their website. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of ways to do that, especially like what you're talking about when you're shopping for someone else, is site navigation and filtration those two things are huge if you're able to land on their section page and see like okay they've got a wide array of accessories but i know gina specifically prefers handbags Mm -hmm. most of the time she carries black handbags let me go ahead and start there and now i've already gone from 200 options to 20 so i feel like my chances are a lot better you know create that like i said experience that you're talking about getting in the mall right there on the website so that you don't fear failure Mm -hmm. just because you got convenience that's good May, great information. You know your stuff. I, I appreciate you uh, going through all this. I think our apparel clients can get a lot out of this. What, what what kind of final words do you have for them as they go into the fourth quarter? I would just say it is never too soon to start planning because mm-hmm. the last thing you want to be thinking about the week of Thanksgiving or Christmas is what your strategy what is for do? Thanksgiving and right. Christmas. The more you can have those things aligned right now the easier your life is going to be later right good stuff well may thanks again for joining us and guys we'll see you next time on ey access <laughs>